Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Vision. So, Queen K, how has your week been? It's been pretty good. I can't complain. Um, tomorrow, I will be officially stepping into 31. Tomorrow is yes. my birthday. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm also excited because me and my best this co-host, well, host of the show, we are going to Miami for the weekend. I need yes. it really, really bad, y'all. Um, okay. I'm just ready to let loose. I have been, y'all don't understand, it's been hectic. Like, life has just really <laughs> shook me. But I'm going to keep pushing through. I'm not going to um, dwell in it too much. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just going to control what I can control and let go of what I can't and give it to God. So, yeah. How about you, Complex? Um, It's been really good. Can't complain. Getting ready for this Miami trip, um, especially for the open mic, you know, good vibes, getting my name out there in another state. I'm ready. You know, I know it's going to be good vibes mm-hmm. and everything. Can't complain. Can't complain. Okay, that's dope. Okay, without further ado, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and do my Ayo Queen and King quote, followed by my slay tip, so we can give y'all the sip and tea for the soul topic, because we do have a guest. If you tuned, I mean, if you looked at the flyer, you know we have a guest tonight. So, my uh, Ayo King and Queen quote comes from Pinterest. Y'all know that's my place. Um, Okay, so the first one says, boundaries. Setting boundaries is a practice of self-love. You deserve to preserve your peace of mind. Remove things and people in your life that no longer serve your best interests. That is by Ash Alves. Um, Thank you for that, y'all. I have been learning boundaries complex. Um, I owe it all to her that I know what they are and, you know, pretty much what they look like so that I can start setting them for my own self. She just told me uh, a few days ago, like, you deserve to be happy, and you have to set boundaries so that you can allow yourself to fully be happy. So that is why that one spoke out to me today. And then the next one is I focus on what I can control, and I let go of what I can't. Y'all, we have to realize, I know we try to be in control of our life and every aspect of it, but some stuff is out of our control. Stop worrying about the stuff that you cannot deal with. It's just going to weigh you down. It's going to hold you back. Control what you can. Let go of what you can't, okay? I'm, those is speaking to me right now because this is something that I need to learn how to deal with. So I'm, all, I'm not just speaking to you guys. I'm speaking to myself as well. So, yeah. That is my A.O. King and Queen quote. Um, Y'all, okay, now I'm going to jump right on into that slay tips for hair. Now, this one is dedicated to the hair. Um, This is natural. If you're not natural, this is for everybody, okay? When you're trying a new product or hair regimen, give it at least two to three weeks before deciding if it works or not. It takes time for your hair to adjust to new things. Now, what I would recommend, it's a different season. I know I switch up my hair regimen based off of the seasons because our hair needs different things in the different seasons. We have to make sure we are listening to our hair just like we listen to our body. You know, you wouldn't eat ice cream standing outside in the snow. So your hair is kind of like the same way if you think about it. You know, it tells you what it needs. So that is my slay tips for hair. 
complex. What is that sipping tea for the soul? I mean, no, I'm sorry, complex. You want to bring on our guest so we can get into the sipping tea for your soul topic. Okay, hold on one second. Hey, Ash Lemonade, how's it going? Hey, girl. <laughs> Hi, oh, how God. you doing? I'm good. Nice to meet you. Thanks for inviting me, ladies. <laughs> no problem. We got Thank a gym dropper in the on. house tonight. Yes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Queen K, you got the flow. All right, hey, everybody. Oh, that's you want to introduce okay. yourself to them? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. You want to introduce yourself <laughs> to the listeners? <laughs> so, hey, everybody. My name is Ash Lemonade. I'm an entertainment writer. I'm also the host of the Sweden with Ash Lemonade podcast. My platform is all yeah. about having really dope and authentic conversations with black and brown women yeah. who impact in the culture their way through their lives, their careers, or their art and platforms. So, um, it recently turned one years old back in July, and I've just been so happy and grateful for all of the incredible women who have been on the podcast to share their stories and their in their experiences, as well as build this dope sisterhood. And I already had Complex on in the episode. She was in episode five, and it was a really good one. So I'm honored to be able to be on this platform with you guys. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So, love thank it, love you. It. Thank you. All right. So we're going to jump into our sipping tea for the soul topic. Tonight's topic, ladies and gentlemen, is dealing with he doesn't complete me. Now, I know when everybody read this, they're just like, oh, my God, what do you mean? Um, This is me and Complex pretty much stepping out on the norm. You know, everybody thinks that by a certain age, a woman should be married. A woman should want a relationship. A woman should have kids. But, you know, things are different for everybody, and we're just trying to expose that. Like, we're going to go over some questions so you guys can get a glimpse into what it's like when they just don't complete us. Like, we can be separate from them and still be happy and live meaningful lives. So my aspect is he just don't complete me, okay? That is what my aspect is called. So my first question to y'all is reading the article, it stated any relationship where a person is searching for a person to complete them is a need-based relationship. What is your take on this, and do you feel like this type of relationship can survive? Complex, you going to go first? No, no, we let the guests go first. <laughs> oh, okay, well, in my opinion, no. And this is why I feel this way, because anybody, especially a woman who feels the need that whenever she takes a step in life that she constantly needs somebody there with her, I think that's the issue. I I don't think there's anything wrong with a woman being on her own and figuring herself out, and I don't think she needs mm. to be completely dependent on people. I've seen that in some women that, you know, they can't be without anybody or if they're not in a relationship, you know, they, they feel off and they – I constantly mm-hmm. jump into these relationships that don't serve them just for the need of having yeah. a body there. I personally don't mm. think you can survive because I am on team, you know, loving yourself, be by yourself, build yourself up, know who you are. Yeah. And and if and if you know who you are and and you're content in that, you won't be jumping around from relationship to relationship. You're not going to constantly accept the things that don't serve you. And you'll have yeah. more discernment of who you'll let in your space. So that's my opinion. No. Big old no. <laughs> mm. 
Okay, I love it. <laughs> um, I definitely agree with Ashley when they said um, a need-based relationship will never go far because I know for me, like, that was my mentality growing up, you know. I was always told in order to get over one man, you got to get up under the next, and you basically go into the next relationship blindly, not realizing that I'm not healing. I'm just going to the next person to distract me. And you don't start to real. I didn't start to realize it until my last breakup. You know, like, you just get tired of getting built back up to get knocked back down. And that's where a light yeah. bulb goes off in your head. Like, something has to change. You know, like, you have to look. You have to go back to the drawing board. Like, you know, just like with projects, I feel like you have to do that after a breakup. Go back to the drawing board and not even focus on what they did to you because it's easy to be the victim, you know, play victim and just focus on what they did and not even doing the internal work for yourself. But go back to that drawing board Mm -hmm. and just ask, like, okay, what is my definition of love? Where am I going wrong with this? And I realized in mine, I played the mom. You know, I enabled them and, you know, I made their problems my problems and it just became unhealthy. And it's like, I didn't know how to individually be myself in a relationship. I felt like my life is supposed to revolve around them. You know, I don't really have Mm -hmm. no outlet. You know, you're the only thing that makes me happy. I want to get off work and be up under you. And that's, that's very draining and that's very clingy, but that's what I seen growing up. And that's how I thought love Mm -hmm. was supposed to go. But it's like Ash said, if, you don't love yourself, you won't know how to make the, you, you won't know how to let the next person, um, you won't know how to tell them how to love you. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what yeah. you love about yourself. You won't even know what type of traumas to tell them about because you've never really sat down with you. So that's my take on it. What about mm-hmm. you, Kay? Um, My take on it is, okay, so when I read the article, it pretty much said that in some relationships it can work, so I'm kind of on the fence with my answer. No, I don't feel like it works, but then, yes, I do. Because, okay, the reason why I know is because you have to know yourself first, you know. You can't go into a relationship, I feel, needing something because my thing is, yeah, they'll give it to you in the beginning because that's when you're going through the honeymoon stage. But what happens when that person gets tired? What happens when that person gets a need that you're not feeling? Then they're going to pull back, and then now your need is not being met, and now y'all are clashing. But on the other hand, it could work if the communication is right. I feel like sometimes need-based relationships can work if they're both communicating. If they're constantly like, hey, you know, this is what I need up front. You know, this is what I struggle with. Okay, we're going to work on this together because a lot of people go through counseling. I know you're supposed to know who you are before, but life happens to people. And, you know, some stuff you don't really know affects you, like especially from your childhood. You don't know that it affects you until you may get into a relationship. Like you've been fine up until this point. But when you get in a relationship, because of the relationships you've seen, you know, you notice, okay, now I need a little bit more of this. So if your partner, it said that if your partner can understand that and you both can work together and there's constant open communication, then a need-based relationship can work. Slight chance, but it is a small possibility that it can actually work out. So I'm kind of on the fence with that one. I'm not sure. I know for me. Nope, I know I've went into relationships needy. They've went, they came into relationships needy, and we just blow up at the end. So, yeah, but mm. I kind of see it both ways. But that leads me into my next question. My next question is, 
Do you think a man should ever, a man or a woman should ever complete? Oh no, hold on, I'm sorry, y'all. Do you do you think a man should ever complete a woman, or should she already be complete on her own, and they just add to it? I think she should be complete, and I think when she comes into the relationship with the man, it should be abundance. He should come into the relationship complete. And she should. And from that relationship, like you said, communication is key and establishing who we are when we are together. Like we are we are our own separate entities and when we come mm-hmm. together, you know, we're gonna learn about each other. I'm gonna learn things about you. You're gonna learn things about me and most importantly I'm gonna learn things about myself that I may have necessarily didn't know once I entered into the relationship, um, sphere. So I think mm-hmm. that a relationship should be abundant. And, you know, it kind of connects it back to the first question about me needing somebody to complete you. Because I think all of our lives we heard the whole, when somebody gets into the relationship, oh, they complete me. And then when the relationship ends, mm-hmm. they feel so robbed yep. from because they feel like that person took something from them when they ended the relationship for for whatever reason it was. And I feel like mm. you should be whole because if something ever was to happen in the relationship, like you say, like you guys go your separate ways amicably, or hell, y'all leave mm. the relationship throwing middle fingers at each other, you know, <laughs> at, least, at least it's like if you feel that that thing, that sting of the relationship being ended, at least you're full enough on your own to know who you are. And, you know, you can go through the mourning process. Like, that's normal. I love to see that so many women or men who talk about when they got out of relationships that they mourn and they're healing from that. Like, the first person to come to my mind was Taraji P. Henson. And she, Hmm. I think she was with her partner. I'm just throwing a number out there. Probably somewhere close to five years. I'm just guessing they were engaged and then they broke off. they broke up for whatever reason, and I think she was quoted in an interview when I think the reporter asked her, like, does she have any interest in getting back out there and dating, and she was just like, you know what, I'm healing right now. I'm healing from that. Mm-hmm. This was a man I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with, and that didn't go the way we thought it would. We broke up. That hurts because I thought we were going yeah. somewhere. I thought we were going to have a future. And not only am I mourning the loss of that relationship, but I'm also trying to heal from that as well. And we know Tribe yeah. Tina Henson, she's a strong, I love her. She's such a strong, beautiful black woman, and she's so whole on her own. And, but, and she's also open about, like, her mental health and all the things that impact her. And that yeah. strength, like to say, you know, I got all these yeah. issues. I'm have, yeah. I'm carrying all of this. I'm trying to process myself piece by piece, taking things day by day. So I think you should be full, you know, coming in and yeah. coming out of the situation. I think in fullness you'll recover better depending on how mm-hmm. the relationship goes. So that's my take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um <laughs> I definitely agree with what you said. <laughs> I feel like I, I've seen a meme that said that um, we'll never fully be complete because we're always learning about ourselves. So I would say for me going forward, you know, um, I want to know myself fully enough to where yeah. the next person won't try to control me because in my other relationships, hey, I got verbally abused and yeah, I got verbally abused and physically abused. So I want to have my my mental state be strong enough so that in the next relationship, when a guy says, oh, I don't like it when you do this, 
okay, well, you're not the one for me. Keep it moving. Because it's so easy to fade into the next person. And when you stroke a man's ego, they'll take advantage of that. Not saying that men don't get taken advantage of, but I'm saying, like, from experience, what I've noticed, me just stroking a man's ego and letting and showing physically and mentally that you're all, that you're, I, I worship the ground you walk on, oh, guys took advantage of that. So, yeah, and man will never be able to complete my happiness like I thought in the past. He he is supposed to just add to it. You know, like, I feel like instead of me telling you how to love me, if you really cared, you would observe through my actions. Like, okay, I see she likes to get her nails done every two weeks. I see she likes to go, you know, get a massage. I see she loves, you know, to buy candles and stuff. Let me, you know, let, let me do mm-hmm. something like that. Let me surprise her with this. Because, yeah, because it's like I'm not sitting up here telling you, I'm just doing it because it makes me happy. I'm not depending on you to make me happy because that can be very draining. That's my take on it. Yeah, I just want to say I agree with both of what you said. Um, That was pretty much my answer summed up. It is definitely beneficial for you to be complete on your own because, you know, when it happens, okay, in a relationship, we all know, we go through that honeymoon phase. Everything is right, like the flowers, the compliments, he there, he answering the text messages with more than one word, like the surprises. Everybody put their best foot forward in the beginning. It's the after part where you need to make sure that you're complete because if you're not complete after that first, what, I give it three months, six months to for some, Mm -hmm. if you're not complete, Baby, you're not gonna you're not gonna like the person who you're dating because then you get to see the real them. Like little stuff be right there, mm-hmm. but you don't see it because you got that nose color glass. Loud. Damn. You start seeing little stuff, and it's like, okay, if I'm already complete, I already got my life established outside of this dating him because dating take dating is his own job. Okay, that's his own yeah. little thing that you got to go through. You know, you change your schedule up just to date so when you yeah. when you realize the little stuff it won't affect you you'll be like oh nope i see right now this ain't gonna work for me this is how i do things and i'm not about to stop you know you have to be secure like yeah. i was just stating about boundaries you have to be able to set those boundaries and stick to them you have to know who you are outside of that relationship and that's the more reason that we have to be complete going in because you're not going to make me yeah. this person that i'm not you know you're not going to shape me into what you want me to be i already know who i am so, yeah, I've dealt with this yeah. a lot in my relationships. Like, I let them try Can to take me, and then I don't. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm saying after you finish your thought. I was. I just want to piggyback real quick on something you said after you finish your thought. Oh, yeah. No, I've done that in relationships before where I've tried, I mean, I've let them, you know, try to complete me, and then when we break up or something happens, I don't know who the hell I am, and I have to start back from square one all the time trying to figure out, Okay, who are you? What do you like? Do you like this, or was this because of him? Like, I had a whole relationship where I let a man, now mind you, I like to change my hair up. I love to wear my makeup, but because he didn't like it, I did not change my hair up, my hair. I did not put a lick of weave in my hair, and Lord knows I was dying. And then I did not wear makeup, like, because he said, oh, you don't need that. You don't need to be like most girls, but all in all, it was him just trying not to make me look presentable to the next guy. But I learned that, you know, uh, outside you of the relationship. You to be beat on a random Sunday <laughs> afternoon. You can. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I may want to go to Starbucks. I may want my mug beat while I'm getting this caramel macchiato. Like, don't worry about what other guys are looking at me for. My mug is beat. 
My hair is laid. I feel good about myself. I don't like that because, you know, you said that. It made me think of, like, I remember I was working in retail, never again. And this black lady mm-hmm. came up to the register, and she was so she was so happy because I was like the only black girl in that store, and I was ringing up, ringing her up, and she was like, "Oh, I'm so happy! I saw you." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you look like me!" And she was so pretty, like probably was like in her forties, and I complimented her on her hair. Her hair was natural and curly, and like a thick, pretty afro. I said, "Your hair is so pretty. I love it." She said, "Thank you." My husband don't really like my natural hair like that, and I'm like, "And that's his law. Mm. You look." You love it. Mm-hmm. Right. Start laughing. <laughs> Bump with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. I was going to say real quick before you go to the next question, Queen K, is that, like you said, dating is a process. And with that alone, sometimes a person's not even showing their authentic self in the first three months. Some people know how to make mm-hmm. it to their, you know, fake it till they make it. And it's like, oh, here we go. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, dating is very ass because a, my cousin shared on her Instagram story of a screenshot of her and this, her and this guy talking, and my cousin kind of just killed it like, uh, I don't really feel like a romantic thing going on, so I'm just going to kill it right now. But she was be, being very honest with the guy. And so he said, well, can we be friends? And she said, well, I'm going to be honest. I don't even feel comfortable with that because how can you pivot from you trying to pursue me to, to mm-hmm. then you keep my friend. And then her message was, Dayton is ashy, example number 5,018. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Ashy out here. I be telling my mom, it's, pool, it's, it's pee in the, um, in the <laughs> dating pool. It's, it's annoying. Yes, it mm. is. Yes, it is. Okay, so my next question will go into what are some reasons being single by choice is the best option for some women? Ooh. Well, I think this applies to me because I definitely am by choice and circumstance because I'm definitely, I'm the type, I'm not going to jump into a relationship just to appease people and to change my Facebook um, status. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm an only child, and I think that plays a part into it, too, that I know how to be alone. And I had to learn to, you know, growing up and even now, like, be content in my own space and to be comfortable. And for a lot of people, that's scary. Like, I know people who jump from one relationship to another. It's like, boo, do you ever just sit down and just be by yourself sometimes? Like, yeah. They ask questions like, oh, my God, like, how can you do that? Like, go out and be here. I'm like, girl, I can go to Barnes & Nobles on a Sunday by myself. I've been <laughs> to the movie theaters by myself. I've gone out there mm-hmm. by myself. Like, I'm content with my own company. Mm-hmm. Like, I could be in a corner with a with a goldfish and a puppy, and I could be <laughs> Gucci, like, by myself. And... <laughs> a lot of times what I noticed, like, me and uh, Compass had this conversation, like, when she came on my podcast because the episode was like, look, kids, I don't look, sis, I don't want kids. And it was basically mm-hmm. us talking about how women in their 20s and 30s who are either content being by themselves or are content with the idea of not having kids. And we live in mm-hmm. such a space, and I know that's going to be the next subject, we live in such a space that people treat singlehood like it's a – like it's something that needs to be solved. Like, mm-hmm. like you, like it irritates people, or irks people to see somebody by themselves, and it's like, oh, don't you, don't you date, or don't you do this, or oh, I know somebody, or 
you don't want kids or you're not in a relationship, it's like what is it about me being by myself and being content and being happy that rubs you the wrong, yeah. wrong way? And then they want to get into these long monologues that, oh, my God, I found myself when I became a mother. I'm like, good for you, sis. You found yourself after <laughs> busting them kids out. That's great. When it comes to me, mm-hmm. I got this bottle of wine. I'm going home, I'm watching TV, I'm cooking myself dinner, which is sometimes ashy. Sometimes I do wish I had a partner to just, I think that would be like a dream for me, that I could just come home and then have my boo be like, hey, babe, don't worry about dinner, I cook. That is like the ultimate fantasy for me, <laughs> what I do in a relationship. But I, I think I think women should just do what makes them happy. If they're content yeah. with being by themselves and single, let them. It's it's not. I would not really let them because they could do what they want to do. But respect that is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, repeat the question real quick. I just want to make sure I'm answering it right. Okay, no problem. I was saying, um, what are some reasons being single by choice is the best option for some women? Okay, uh, being single by choice, uh can be the best option because you you get to find yourself like in the past when I broke up with guys I thought me saying that I'm not ready for a relationship I'm just focusing on myself but meanwhile out here I'm getting my Mm -hmm. cheeks clapped you know clapped by this person (laughs) or that person (laughs) I wasn't really sitting with myself you know and focusing I would say that this is the first time in years that I'm really like just sitting with myself and um it's, it's the best thing ever like I'm doing that healing work through writing. Um, I I think mm-hmm. that, you know, you have to you have to not care what people think because I cared about what people think. So I had a lot of people around me that was always saying, like, when are you going to get married or when are you going to settle down and this, this, and that. And it's like <laughs> you try to tell them, like, oh, I'm just focusing on me. Oh, there's, there's a lot of guys out there in the sea. You just don't – they make it seem like, Something's wrong, something wrong, and it's like mm-hmm. you 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 just have this fear, and you don't you're never going to go out and date. I never said that, but I really do need to focus on me because people don't tell you like we see in these uh in these movies where the, the woman breaks up with them. We don't really depict and show how it feels to pick yourself back up after mm-hmm. a relationship, especially if it was a relationship where you let that relationship consumed you and you made your whole life about them. Like this last yeah. relationship kicked my ass because it was, it was more of a healthier one coming out of an abusive one. But at the same time, it was still signs showing that I didn't do any healing on my part because I'm over here still competing with the next chick for your attention. I'm over here getting gaslighted. I'm over here with somebody who doesn't know what they want. Like, I didn't, I didn't, you know, do any type of shadow work to see what patterns I was making because if I did, that wouldn't have happened. And then just yeah. breaking up with them because I realized it was the best thing to do. It's like picking yourself back up. It's like this is a lot, you know, like, like it's a lot. Yeah. Like, so it's like I just made that conscious decision, like, okay, now I got to really do the shadow work because I'm 31, and I know age is nothing but a number, but at the same time, I'm getting older. I'm not getting younger. It's something has to change. And I feel more content mm-hmm. with being, being by myself. Now, I'm the baby. I'm, I'm not the only child. But I've had to learn to, like, really sit by myself because I've said on prior episodes, when I first moved into this place, 
I'm gonna tell you, uh, Ash Lemonade. My ass. Only time. Only time my apartment seen me is when it was time to go to sleep because I didn't like being by myself. I didn't want to think or anything. But now I find that time. I'll go sit by the water. You know, when it was hot. Um, I went to the movies by myself before. I like sitting at home. Like you know, I, I can't wait to get back home and just have my incense burning, smoke a blunt, Girl, listen I to my neo soul, and just vibe out. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm in my living room. We having candles lit, playing music, spinning, dancing. Yeah. You know, just everything. That's your comfort so, zone, you know. Yeah. Mhm. I want to ask you, you this though, before we go to the next part, like or well, Queen you know, K got to answer. Uh, Queen Queen K got to uh, say her answer first because oh yeah, yeah I said that for questions bad. too. Yep. No, you're fine. You're fine. Oh. Um. So I am currently single by choice. At first, I didn't think it was a choice, but now I know it is. Um, but I, I like, I like having my free time. I don't like being set to a schedule. I don't like having to remember to text you back. I like my freedom. I like to come and go as I please. I don't like to have to. Oh, let me make sure I let him know where I'm going. Like no. Um, being okay, so being single and then being a single mother of three is is different. Like it is very different. Um, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm not only making this choice of being single for myself anymore. This is for my kids, too, you know, because I don't want to just bring anybody around them. So now I have boundaries. I have standards, you know. And if I feel like if we in the talking stage, I can see the red flags, you know. I, I'm I'm hip to it now. So I'm not about to let you get past it. Like, my kids have not met any other man. Like, nobody is coming over. Nobody is saying, hey, you know, I'm mom's friend. No. No, and if I do have company, my kids are far away from here. Um, but yeah, I, I I really like learning who I am. I feel like a relationship will kind of push my progress of learning who I am and my self love journey. I think it'll push it back some because then now I'm about to be focused on you. I'm about to be focused on you know how I can make you like me even more. No, I I don't want to do that right now. I love coming home. Mm. I mean, yeah, me hollering. At, I don't know who told you, Ash, that. Having kids change their life, yeah, it, it changed my life all right. Yeah, I do feel <laughs> a lot. Like, baby, if I, Girl, I got a yeah, dog, me, I'm good. <laughs> it taught me that, uh, sis, don't have no more. Like, I'm I'm done. I'm not having no more. But, um, yeah, it, it been, ooh. I'm not even going to touch on the motherhood stuff. But anyway, yes, I, I like being... To myself, I like knowing who I am, you know, outside of a relationship because I like this person better, you know, because I'm finally doing stuff that excites me, that makes me happy. So, yeah, that's my answer. But go ahead, Ash, what's your question, babe? I want to ask the both of y'all because, you know, when you by yourself, you constantly learn who you are. And I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned when I had a guest on and we talked about taking care of yourself, like what is the biggest thing that you normally would never do that you started to do when you became single in order to take care of yourself? Like I know for me, I started going to the spa. Now that was something that I'd never done, and but I talked myself into it like, you know what, I deserve to have a moment where I could just literally unplug from everything and literally be in the arms and hands of people taking care of me. And it was the greatest thing, and I recommend it to everybody now to do it if they can. If they have a little money on the side and some time, 
go get a massage, go get a facial, or do all of that in one. So what is something that you ladies do to take care of yourself that you normally would have never done? Um, I pretty much, like, honestly, just not really talking to anybody. Like, I usually am on my dating app ready to talk to the next person while I'm, quote-unquote, I'm using quotation marks, working on myself, but not working on anything. I honestly just have really been focusing on myself, not even press for no man, not even press to self-sabotage and reach out to the next guy or anything like that, just really focusing on me. You know, guys have tried to come, block, no, nope. <laughs> especially sugar daddies in the DMs. It's like, no. Oh, my God. What about God. you, Queen K? Hey. Uh, as far as your sugar daddies, girl, if they're trying to pay your rent without getting no sugar, don't let them. But anyway, I would say the thing that I've done for myself recently or just in general outside of relationship, I started getting back into hair and makeup. Like, Yay. that is the stuff that I love. You know, that is my past. I got a whole table full of makeup. And Complex was like, girl, when you're feeling sad, get in your makeup. Do a makeup look, you know, to describe how you feel. And I'm just like, yeah, you're right. And then me just doing my hair, um, me doing my daughter's hair, or me spending time with my kids outside of the house. Like, we might go to the park. We might just do something random. I might sit down and say, hey, y'all, let's go play a game together. Or, hey, y'all, let's get in the kitchen and cook. All of those things really help me, but I know, like, for me, the main thing that I've been doing so far is just having my alone time because in a relationship, I'm talking to somebody. With my kids, I'm constantly mama. I have to have me at least an hour to myself where I can just breathe. Like, I work all day. I got my kids all day. I need me some time for me. So that's one thing that I would recommend to anybody, you know, mother or if you don't have kids, give yourself an hour to just reflect on everything, think it out in your head, and then just let it go. Like, that is what I've been doing for me. That's dope. I just had to oh. ask that because that's a big thing, too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that because I definitely <laughs> – that was a good question. I needed that one. Um, okay, my last question is, do you think because society is conditioned into believing that by a certain age – Women should be married or mother is the reason why they feel it's something wrong with a woman who wants to be single. We want to jump on that first. <laughs> <laughs> a guest, a guest always goes first. Go ahead. Of it's you. <laughs> oh Lord, this this is triggering. <laughs> it's Speak triggering your mind. on so many levels. Lord, because, like, no, you're fine, but no, it's it's triggering because, you know, we do live in a society that constantly, how many times have we heard that by the age of 30 we should have the man, the kids, the house, the job? Show of hands. Show of hands. Hand raised. Hand raised. You know, I remember even, like, being a teenager, being cornered by three of my older female cousins because technically I was the next girl, the granddaughter in line because all of them were married were at the time. married, had two kids apiece, so I'm the next granddaughter. And so they're looking at me like, so what's up with you? You dating anybody, this and that? And I'm like, no. 
you're single. What's what's up with that? Like you ain't dating nobody, or oh, I know somebody. This and that. Are you in the guys? Are you in the mm. girls? And I'm like, is it that serious? Because I'm not in a relationship. You merely go to the girls thing, which is, ain't nothing wrong with mm. that. But it's like that ain't the case. And right. I've been asked before. Oh, you don't want to have kids? I said no, even by complete strangers. Like I remember being in the salon and this random guy who came in was talking to my hairstylist about something. And he mistake he mistaked me for another client, a client who had a kid. And I was like, oh hell no! And my my hairstylist was like, no, that ain't her. This is another. This is my other client. And I'm like, hell no, I don't have no kids. And he look he looked so shocked at my response. He said, you don't want to have no kids? I'm like, hell no. Hell no. Mm. And he was mad, like. Because I said it with such conviction, and I know, like earlier in the episode when we talked, when um, you talked about having women in your life, saying that the only way to get over a man is to get a, underneath another one. I am lucky to say that I've had women in my life to say, "Girl, you can do bad by yourself," and one of them was my mother. Yeah. My mother is very big mm. on. I want you to be happy. I want you to be content. And whoever the guy is that's going to come into your life, he needs to match where you are and he, mm-hmm. y'all need to grow together and you need to know who you are be content where you are grow, come become the woman you want to be she said hell you can do bad by yourself you don't you don't need need no man to do this and that now when the right man comes you know be ready for that and but he got to come correct and i'm lucky enough yeah. that i've had women women in my life that said that into me that know yourself love yourself you set the standard of how people treat you. And so mm-hmm. when those women in my life, and my mother included, equipping me with that, you know, I'm able to, you know, pop back at people who try to project that me being single is an issue or, oh, you don't have a man right now. No, I don't. He's he's out there somewhere. You know, I don't know where he at and what he's doing, but he's out there. But he's going to come when I least expect it. But I often say to God, you know, whenever you introduce my person in my life, I just pray that I'm in the space that I'm ready and I'm open enough for it. And on the flip side, I pray that, you know, when I come into his life, that he's full enough and knows himself that he'll be able to accept me and mm-hmm. allow me into his space because it's a two-way street. It's not just always about me. Yes, it is. We all, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that wherever he is, he's getting himself together. He's healing. He's becoming the man he's supposed to be, and likewise on my end. And then when we come together, it's going to be everything. I know I'm probably going to be the biggest damn mush when I get into a relationship because I am such a romantic at heart. But I'm the type, I'm not going to jump into a relationship just to change a Facebook status, just to say, look, here's my guy, look at me in a relationship. I'm content being with myself. I tell other girls that, you know, do bad by yourself. Yeah, that part. I ain't saying that. I'll that be part. the type. There's this. There's this meme that goes around that is Chanel Iman holding her baby in front of her, and the caption says, "Me with my baby at 38." And I'm like, "That's probably gonna be me. I'm probably gonna be the type like <laughs> in my late 30s or probably in my 40s." I say, "Well, eh, I can have a kid. I don't care. I don't." <laughs> and people often have things about that, about women of a certain age having kids. Like, hell, if I'm content, I'm good financially, and I'm happy, and I say, you know what, hell, I'm 42. I want to be a mama. Why not? 
I can do that. So I think bump bump the statistics and bump what people think you should have and do at a certain age. Live your life. Hell, if you there's women that get married in their eighties. They found the love of their life at eighty something to get married. Like I think we just need to shatter all those societal expectations, and everybody just need to do them. Mm-hmm. That's, That's the key. Um, I would say uh, I feel like it's people's mentality still. Like I feel like our parents and our grandparents, the mentality that they were in, they can't accept the you know the the new way of like you know women want their own say. Women want to make their own money. Women want to find their own happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, some women are scared to get into another relationship after being hurt so it's like you know like I really want to focus on me because I'm tired of losing this person like I want to be able to have this person in a relationship but I was just watching um Insecure yesterday and you know mm-hmm. throughout the seasons Molly's mom has always you know pressure like so when are you going to get married when are you going to bring your boyfriend around yeah and in this last relationship you, I mean, I'm sorry in this last episode she was like so who's the lucky guy I think she was trying to hook up with somebody and she was like, Mom, I'm just focusing on myself. And her mom overlooked that. Well, you, And she just felt the need to bring up, well, you know that uh, we're getting older and you don't want your father pushing you down the aisle. And, you know, like you don't want him rolling you down the aisle because he'll be old by the time you decide. Like they always feel the need to, like, you know, <laughs> remind you of your age and everything. And that, that's my take. What about you, Quinte? Um, With me, I feel like, People need to understand that as the world changes, as the years go by, things change, and we need to accept that. I I feel like, one, if you are a believer of God, in the Bible you see women getting pregnant and married at ages that we think are crazy, first off. That's one thing. So why is it that you have to put these limitations on us? Like, no, it's God's timing for everything. If I'm okay right now, that's because I, he don't see that for me right now. I got a different path right now. So I feel like society is just so biased, and it drives people insane. Nobody, There is no written handbook that states, by 30, you have to be married. You have to have two kids, a picket fence, and a dog. No, it doesn't. But that's the way that people think that your life is complete if you have all those things by that age. No, I'm going to do things a little different. Like with my life, like I can speak for my life. I got so many stares. I got talked down upon. I I, I pretty much heard it all, okay, because not only was I a mother at 19 going on 20, but now I'm three kids in, I'm by myself, but, they, they're so quick to point out my flaws and what I have. They're not saying that, oh, you're taking care of your kids by yourself. You don't, you're not, you know, knocking down their doors. You're not dropping your kids off. You're not on their Facebook with baby daddy drama. You're taking care of your kids. You went to school while you had two of your kids. You got your college degree. Um, you know, you're providing for them well, and they're healthy. Like, come on, yeah. now give me credit for that. You know, I'm I'm doing the best I can, but you want to keep tearing me down because I'm not married. So now it's a problem that I'm not married. And then that's the first thing people say, well, especially the older generation. Oh, you're not married. Oh, my God. You didn't have kids. You know you shouldn't have had those kids out of wedlock. Okay, talk about your own sins first. Leave me alone. Please leave me alone. Do not. God know where I'm at. I talk to him every day. Like, do not. Like, at first it used to get to me being young, but now it's just like, baby, no sin is bigger than the next. You can go ahead. Please move on. 
Like, no. Like, but they make you feel that way. Society makes you hate you because you're not living by a certain standard. Like, no. There's no rule book to this. No, you're not going to make me feel bad. And I feel like if people would worry about themselves, everything would be better. Okay. Well, I'm going to go into my aspect. I'm going to try to answer these questions quick. Uh, My aspect is ignoring the pressure. First question is, has it ever been hard for you to focus on yourself with the pressures of others saying, when are you going to settle down? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's it. No explanation needed. No, I don't. <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, for me, it's uh, I, yeah. For me, only because I did let what people say, you know, say about me what they have to say about me. I did let it affect me. So I was like, oh, well, maybe I should be married. Oh, well, maybe I shouldn't be like this. Maybe I should have somebody here, you know, because not our biggest thing is you're raising two boys without a male figure. You know, how are you doing that? Mm-hmm. You can't be the man and the woman. Well, hey, I'm doing a damn good job for right now. Would God want to send somebody to me to help me out? Then I'm going right. to jump in line. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm by myself. So this I'm going to do the best I can, and I'm just going to make sure I surround my kids and my boys around positive male role models like my pastor at my church, the boys' basketball coach, you know, somebody like that, you know, so they can see a different look versus the boys at the corner store or the hustlers on the corner. You know, they're going to see something different. So, yeah, at first it did, but then I have to realize who I am. So, yeah. Um, it was definitely hard for me because I cared about people. But, like, um, after this last breakup, I remember I had talked to my auntie, and I told her, like, you know, I'm just not ready. And she was like, you going to walk away from a good man? She was like, I stuck it out. And I was like, that's you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's you. We're, I know that's we're two right. different people. I, I got to a point mm-hmm. where, like, I just stopped caring, you know. <laughs> but uh, that goes to my next question. Do you feel the universe tests us by bringing different men along while you're leveling up? Like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like, somebody just comes out the blue, and it's like you, I don't know, it's like the boy crazy just kind of go off. But, I mean, Ash, I don't get that vibe from you. I feel like she like, nigga, keep it moving. I'm not impressed. But you can answer, though. <laughs> it, it tests, I think it'll test your discernment. Because, you know, okay. mm-hmm. every, you know, every cute guy with a nice smile and smell good, you know, that don't mean he's all that underneath, you know, looks can be deceiving. <laughs> What's that song about Betty Right? She said, you can't show your teeth to every guy you meet. Like, that, oh, my mama used to play mm-hmm. that song all the time growing up, but it's game, though. <laughs> no pain, no gain. Uh, but I oh, think yeah. it's special discernment. Like, you know, he could be the finest thing walking. Oh, but if you right. open your mouth. And nothing intelligent or with death comes out. It's just all the attraction just fizzles for me. Like, if you ain't coming with no death, <laughs> your intentions ain't clear, yeah, push it. I'm very much like, push it, like, because I ain't got time for that. <laughs> you got to come right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, for me, yeah, I definitely feel like God does test me because He knows my weakness, and you know what I have to, what I pray myself out of, and the relationships that I've prayed myself out of, God will send to me wrapped in something different, 
but he'll see, mm-hmm. okay, look, you prayed your way out of this one. What you going to do now? Now, yeah. I'm giving it to you again. Are you going to fall for it again, or you learned your lesson? So I really think he does that just to make sure, you know, you because like I tell my kids, you can't keep telling me sorry over and over for the same stuff, you know, because after a while, you know what you're doing. I got to yep. let you on your mm-hmm. own. You're going to have to bump your own head after a while. So I feel like God does that intentionally because we can't keep on God, please, you know. He at it again. He yeah. doing what the last one did. Please, God, get me out of this, you know. Show me the way out. And then he goes, he goes, mm. okay, you know what? I'm going to let you deal with this on your own. I'm going to put you through these years of bad, you know, just just bad. Don't think that I took my eye off off you because I'm not going to let nothing bad happen to you, but I need to let you see this. So I really feel like he definitely does because, baby, I've been tried, okay? I got out of one relationship, prayed my way out of one relationship, only to get into another relationship just like it, just dressed differently. I went through some of the mo- some of the similar stuff in both. End up with it ended up with another kid on top of the two I already had from my first relationship and look look where I'm at same space I'm alone because God wanted me to see connect I need you to be alone stop being so ready to jump into these relationships I need you to know who you are I didn't know who I was in neither one of those relationships and now almost 31 years old, 31 at midnight, woo, Scorpio. But anyway, I had to learn, (laughs) I had to learn who I was, you know, and now I'm just getting the basis of who I am, like what I like to do. So, yeah, I definitely feel like he'll test you. Hmm. I definitely agree with what y'all said, and I like how you said, estimate that he shows you discernment because most definitely for me, um, like I said before, when I thought that I was healing, a guy would come along, and I'll be like, mm, we could be friends. But it's like I would be expecting those those phone calls, those text messages. So in my mind, I'm back in a relationship or I'm back building one. And it's like, hey, woohoo, you haven't even healed from the last one. So most definitely. That's why I say now <laughs> mm-hmm. when guys come out the woodwork, I have to delete or block. I can't entertain anything that you have to say because – there's no point in me explaining that, oh, I don't, I'm don't. i focused on myself because you're going to find a way to finesse and say, oh, you can't have friends. No. So I'm not mm-hmm. even going to entertain it. You know, hopefully you find the next one. Because if it's meant to be, I really do believe in alignment. It's going to come back around. You know what I'm saying? What's meant to be is going to be. There's no way you can run from it. Yep. But right now, I have to focus on me. And that last breakup showed me that, you know, which I'm happy for because I found myself. Now that goes into and when dudes come with that, be like, I got enough friends. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, we, we did answer this one earlier, but I feel like we can kind of elaborate. So Queen K talked about, you know, society pressuring us and going off to, like, the age. But do you feel society finds it weird when a woman's main goal in life is not to be married or settle down? Yes. Society does because we see the most successful women now, and there's still this pressure that they should have it all together. Like, for example, Tracy Ellis Ross, she did this talk for Glamour, and she called it My Life is Mine. She said, I have the career that I've dreamed of and been working up on. You know, I'm on television, I've won these awards, I've started my own business, you know. But yet people diminish every accomplish that I've done in my life to you're not in a relationship, you don't have a man or kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like Tracy Ellis Ross, like her career is everything. Like her, her I would yes. love to raid her closet, 
Like, she's gorgeous. Like, entrepreneur, mama that won awards. Her mama's Diana Ross. Like, that's number one. But yet people will still <laughs> diminish her to the point that, like she said in her speech, you don't have a man, you don't have a kid, but despite all of that, you know, she has an incredible career. She's an amazing woman. And one of the things that I love about Tracy that she embraces about herself, despite what society says, and I feel like me and Complex, we talked about this before on my podcast, she mm-hmm. loves her role as an auntie. And I don't think that's said mm-hmm. enough. Like, not every woman is meant to be a mother. There are women out here. You know, they have that motherly instinct, and that's destined for them. But then there's the women out here who are big cousins. Then there are women out here who are amazing aunties. Then there's women out here who are amazing sister friends. And I think that's a category that women should put themselves in, like, okay, if you're not in a motherly role and that's not for you, hell, be the sister friend. You know, be the auntie Mm -hmm. to all your girlfriend's kids or your siblings' um, children. You know, I know amazing women who are not mothers, but they're the most incredible aunts. Like me, I'm a big cousin. I, I love the fact that I can be like a, a, a ear to my little cousins when they want to talk to me about things or shoulder to lean on or to give them advice about things that I've gone through. Like, I love that. And if I never mm-hmm. become a mother, I'm content with the fact that I'm a big cousin and that I'm an aunt and I can be an aunt figure to my friend's kids. So, yeah, it still exists for some women, but I, I'm so proud to see that a lot of women today are pushing back against that, that they want to live their mm-hmm. life on their terms and not by society's cookie-cutter form of this is the life that you should have. Like, it should be on us to create the lives that we want. Yep. Um, yeah, same here. I, I definitely feel like, you you have to do what's best for you. You know, you can't live by a mold because if that was the case, God wouldn't have made us all different. You know, I feel like our individuality is what sets us apart, and we cannot all fit into the, that cookie cutter, you know, that, that perfect little life that they, they think we're supposed to have by a certain age because of our gender. Like, it's different. Like, when you look around, things are not the same. Like, they set these standards Way back in the day, these women were not, you know, some of them were not happy with the, the 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 husband and the kids and being a stay-at-home mom. Okay, now y'all got us in the work field. But if they see women evolve every decade, like every decade is something more drastic. Like I actually, when I was getting my questions for this episode, I saw that this new generation of women, us, we don't look at marriage. No, we could be successful on our own, and we don't. You know, we shouldn't be our success or who we are should not be equivalent to our our status, like whether or not we have kids or whether or not we're in a relationship. Like, no, we are challenging the norm each and every year that passes. Like, they should see that. No, we're evolved. We're going to finally start standing up for ourselves. You guys have made us feel inferior. No, we're going to show you that we're superior, that we can carry ourselves, that we can make our own happiness because that's, what we have to do at the end of the day. We cannot depend on anybody else. Like, I was even told by my therapist, like, yeah, he told me, he was like, I, I see that you want to be happy and mentally stable for your kids, for your kids, but what about you? Like, at the end of the day, I'm important, so I'm not going to fit into that mold, you know, because I've let people tell me, oh, this is what you should have, this is what you should do. 
No, it's okay to be different. It's okay for your life not to look like the next person's life. Because then it would be boring. Like, if everybody was the same, it would just be boring. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that goes into my last question. What's the best way to ignore the pressure? Ask yourself the question, is it worth me losing myself and not recognizing the person I look at in the mirror? Cool girl, you spoke to me with that one. <laughs> Ask yourself that question because if you have to pick away yeah. yourself little by little, those little portions that you're taking away from yourself in order to fit a mall or be who somebody thinks you should be, there's going to come a time you're going to look in the mirror and you're not going to recognize who you are. So you have to ask yourself, is it worth me, even one piece of me being picked off is one piece too many. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, she answered it. Like, <laughs> that's it right there. Uh, that's self-reflection. If you don't know who you are at the end of the day, you know, when that person leaves you, if you feel like you can't, you know, be with that person, or you know, or if you don't, if you're even thinking of like you're you're stressed out because you're not fitting into a certain category, yeah, it's not for you. How to deal with it is just by ignoring them and keep pushing through with your life. Because at the end of the day, you, people are going to talk about you. You know, they're going to talk about you. Something that you're doing is always not right. But at the end of the day, you're living your life. You know, nobody else can live it for mm-hmm. you. If they're not contributing to your household, your finances, your happiness, then they don't have no say so. And I'm learning that for me. Like, a lot of people are going to have their own opinions. But so what? If they're not helping me out here, if I'm still paying my bills, taking care of my kids, I don't have to listen to what society, what my family, what some of my associates may think or say about me. It's me at the end of the day. So you just have to tune them out, pray for them, and keep it pushing. Girl, they made fun of Noah for building the ark. You know how that story ended. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say um, uh-huh. just be honest with yourself, you know, like really ask yourself, um, am I ready or am I going, you know, am I still guarded? And I know that I'm still guarded because I played damage control in my last relationship. Like I tried to be in control of what pain could, what pain I would allow and what pain I wouldn't allow. And there's no way that you can be in control of pain, but it was because when I first moved to Philly, you know, I walked blindly into an abusive relationship, and it scared me because I lost myself so much. Like, I was asking myself on the outside, who the hell are you? Because this is not how I get down. You know, my mind was completely controlled by somebody else. So after getting out of that and rebuilding myself back up, I wanted to be in charge of who was going to hurt me because I'm like, I ain't got no more time to be knocked on my ass and God showed me, listen, <laughs> what you try to avoid, you can't avoid. And that's why I say, like, I'm doing it different this time. I can't keep talking to the next guy because it's harder to bounce back from heartbreak as you get older. Like, I remember when I was 25, I used to hang with these girls at my job that was, like, you know, in their 30s. And, they, and like, some of them was in their 40s, and they was just telling me, like, it's hard to bounce back from certain things. They was like, girl, you, you lucky. You could just do it. And I'm, I see what they mean now. I do. So just be honest with yourself. You know, fuck what other people think. They're not living your life. But that ends yep. this segment. Thank you, ladies, for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was a dope segment. Um, okay, Complex, we're going to jump into that as a woman question. What is it? 
All right, so I'm going to explain to you real quick, Ash Lemonade, what the Ask Woman question is. It's just a question okay. that I bring in that I'm struggling with, and, you know, just want to get, you know, y'all perspective, and then I'll tell y'all my reason and answer, but, you know, you're going to go first. So my question this week is, what change do you love that you've made about yourself recently? What change have I made recently? Um, I'm proud of myself for being in a space where I can ask for help. Because usually I would not do that at all. I kind of always had a relationship with suffering in silence because it's so easy to do, because you don't feel safe with sharing parts of yourself. But now I'm in a space where, you know, I'm getting older and I have to face myself and face the hard truths of who I am, whether I like it or not. And one of the things I had to do was reach out for help and, you know, this pandemic really took a toll and made a lot of people look mm-hmm. inward. So one of the things yeah. I did for myself this year is that I picked up therapy, so I'm in it now. Mm. I found a great And good. I want to say shout-out to Therapy for Black Girls because that's the platform where I found my therapist, and she's so amazing. And mm. she's really challenging me. I'm very happy with this therapist because I had one in the past and it didn't really end well, and I ended it on my own, but... I really appreciate this one because she's a black woman, so there's just this dialogue between us. Like, we know when like when we look at each other a certain way, we speak a certain way, we understand each other. So it feels very yeah. comforting to look across the screen and see a black woman who understands the nuances of what we go through in this society. And it's also great that, in a sense, she challenges me. She challenges my thoughts. Mm-hmm. She challenges the tendencies I may have to talk down on myself or to look at things, you know, like the glass half empty. And mm-hmm. I think one of the things that I am proud of that I have reached out to better myself, this is just another process in the journey of bettering myself, you know, because I had to recognize, mm-hmm. okay, there are parts of me that are hindering me. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have a tendency of standing in my own way. And it really helps to have her there to talk me out of that space of why are you standing in your way right now? Where is that coming from? Let's get to the root of that. So going back to therapy has been mine. That part. Um, For me, I'm on a similar journey. Um, I realized that I was, okay, so I already suffer from um, depression and anxiety. Um, so I realized that I was getting to a low point of mine. I, I used to cut myself, but I felt myself like I felt life getting to me and getting me back to that moment. And what I did for myself was I reached back out to my therapist. Um, she's not, no, she, she wasn't no longer there anymore because she told me when I did come to her, like, you know, I'm only doing this for school right now, so I won't be here long. And when I reached out, um, she wasn't there anymore, and that kind of discouraged me. So I put, I kept putting it off, kept putting it off, but I felt like things were just getting worse. So one day I just walked into a mental health clinic, and I was just like, look, I need help. You know, I have to be here for my kids. I have to be here for me. I need someone to help me. So I started back my therapy. Um, it is once a week right now, but I have an amazing team. Uh, one, my therapist, okay, first off, I asked for a woman, but I got a man, and then it, 
Okay, I can say it on here because it's our platform. Then it's a white man. I didn't think that he was going to understand me. Yeah. But <laughs> some stuff that he's doing, I see that he's really trying, and I'm willing to try. Um, he told me, like, anytime you don't want to talk about something or I take it too far, he was like, because I talk a lot, he was like, just tell me, hey, look, I need you to stop. You're not helping, you're hurting. So we got this mm-hmm. understanding. He's really cool. I judged him before I even got to know him. But I will say that he makes me laugh. Like, he makes me laugh, but he also gets me to see where my problems are stemming from. So I look forward to our sessions every other Thursday. Mm. It's something that really, really helps me get through. And right now I feel like, yeah, sure, I'm not healed, but I I got hope that, you know, the next day is going to be better, you know. So that is what I have did for myself that I am really proud of because the old me would have been like, oh, nope, I'm going to just sit in this bed all day and just wait for the days to go by. But, nope, I did it. I Mm. got out there and I said, nope, I'm not going to let – her not being there anymore stopped me. So yeah. Well, um, my answer is the same as y'all's. Going back to therapy. Well, going yeah, going back to therapy. Mine's is different than regular therapy. It's a uh, natal chart therapy. It's um from an astrological standpoint. So like I'm learning about like how to balance my chakras and um meditate. But mm-hmm. you still like they still help you get to the root of the problem. And I have been getting read because, yes, I have two podcasts that help me to talk about self-healing, but it's one thing to talk about it, and then it's another thing to actually apply, you know, different methods, mm-hmm. you know, because the toxic ways is just not working no more. But I know how to do that on my own, so I had to go. Um, it's more affordable for me because I cannot afford regular therapy, but I'm just happy that <laughs> I'm getting the help and, like, the homework is definitely helping me. Um, it's helped me to take the mask off to a lot of things. And I've been definitely speaking my truth in an unapologetic way, be tired of, like, holding my breath, you know what I'm saying, and just holding so much tension in towards things. So, yes, thank you, ladies, for answering. That's all I got. No problem. No problem. But, no, Ash Lemonade, uh, thank you for coming on. I'm sorry we kept you over an hour, but, you know, it was still a beautiful conversation. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, be trying to keep people on time because I don't be knowing what else you got going on. But thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on and bless us on this platform. Um, I will have the finished audio by tomorrow, and I'm going to do highlights by next week. Yeah, I'm going to do highlights by next week. And um, But if you want to stay on and listen to the rest while we finish out, you can. But if not, have a good night, and thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. I enjoyed this. Thank you. you no I problem. Did too. Stay up, queen. Y'all tune in again. Yes. All right. Definitely, definitely a dope, dope session tonight. Still learn. Listen. I love her energy. You you can be. (laughs) Yes, I told you, Jim Dropper, Jim Dropper. I'm so glad that she didn't mind going (laughs) over because I'll be feeling so bad. Like, I know I said 40 minutes to an hour, but I'm glad people just enjoy the conversation (laughs) and everything. And you know what? It was a beautiful Mm -hmm. topic. Yeah, it was, yeah. Okay, Complex, so we're going to – okay, uh, we're going to go right into the Girl I See You moment. Complex, who you highlighting tonight? Well, I'm going to highlight you, Queen K, because uh, I know by the time 12 o'clock hits, I'm going to be sweet. But happy 31st <laughs> birthday. Uh, my gift for you <laughs> going you. into this new season is to find you, girl, focus on you, um, yeah. do you unapologetically put yourself first, 
fuck what anybody got to think because, like I said, you're that goddess that's always there for others, even when your storms get heavy. But it's time for you to start living for yourself. And you, I know you're going to love 31. You're going to live your life. And I can't wait to celebrate with you in Miami. Oh, thank you, pumpkin. <laughs> um, y'all, oh, okay, so my girl I see moment is I'm going to give this to my daughter and all other little black girls out there. Y'all, y'all are heard. I see y'all. I hear y'all. Be a princess right now. I know this world will try to rob you of your innocence. Moms, fathers out there that's listening, protect our black girls and our black boys. You know, they need us. So I'm just highlighting all the little young, the young princesses and the young princes. We see y'all, we hear y'all, and we want nothing but greatness for y'all. We know this world is wicked, but we're going to make sure that we are silver lining in every cloud. So that's what my girl I see, because I see what these kids go through in school. Um, Today I was called up to the school because my son is being bullied. My son is Mm. the smallest, the shortest in his class, you know, and he thinks very differently. Like my son thinks on like a broader spectrum. And, you know, kids may think that he's weird, but, you know, my baby is different. And I don't want him to feel like, like, I've never been a parent. Like, no, don't do that. Don't say that. This is what you, no. Go ahead, baby. Explore that. My son taught himself how to write in Japanese and Arabic. Like, this is just the type of stuff he does. But I need him to know what sets you apart is that you're different. Embrace it. You know, everybody yeah. is different. So, um, yeah, this this goes out to all of you, all of the kids, because you are our future. You know, don't try to fit yourself into a box because of what TikTok say or what society says. No, you're different for a reason. Embrace it. So that is my girl I see you moment. I'm sorry, y'all. You know, I ain't need to go there with it, but, you know, I had to let them know. Um, Okay, so we're going to go into our AO Ask Queen K, or girl, I got something to say. What you got, Complex? You got anything to ask? So I found this on Instagram. Uh, shout out to Black Royalty Media. It's not funny, but it's funny. It says a man stole his girlfriend ten thousand dollars to play a bet. He won a hundred million dollars and gave her back her ten thousand, but she is furious because she wants forty million. <laughs> What's your take on that? <laughs> okay, so my take on this, y'all, is that even though he okay, so he stole the ten. 10,000 from her, but he got, he hit the lottery, Mm -hmm. and she won her 10,000 plus some. I feel like, okay, yeah, he stole it, but yeah, he gave it back. Now, I don't want want all the million, but you're going to at least give me one million. Come on now, because you did steal my money. (laughs) You know, you don't know what I have planned with that money. You know, give me something on top of it. You know, some interest. You know, money <laughs> collects interest. You stole. So, look, I tell you, you can go to jail or you can break me off properly. Like, I'm not going right. to be greedy, but, damn, let me get one meal at least, you know. But, um, yeah, I feel <laughs> like he should definitely give us something off the top. Like, no. We're not just going to, no, you double, you flip that. Like, you flip that, flip that. So now I'm going to need me a cut on top of what you owe me from stealing. So, yeah, that's how I feel. What about you? Girl, listen, you get your 10000 back, you get your 10000 back. You better leave that nigga alone, shit. <laughs> so I'm just saying. <laughs> kill him and the girl, kill him and the dog. He better give me my money. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> nah, sis. 
Um, I don't really have anything to say other than my birthday is tomorrow, you know, guys. It'll be nice. Yes. We get some happy birthdays going up under the thing, you know. You know, something special. Uh, but other than that, um, yeah, I'm just blessed. I'm ready. Uh, Complex said this is going to be an eye-opener chapter. I'm ready for it, you know. I'm already seeing some stuff now, and it ain't even 12 o'clock yet. So, um, yeah, I'm just ready. That's That's all. I'm ready. Like, people think that stuff don't change when your birthday comes, but as you get older, you realize a lot of stuff about you changes when that clock strikes 12 and you grow another year. You wake up like, nope, I'm dealing with this shit. Nope, not no more. So, yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to embracing 31. Yep. So, all right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and let Complex jump into that no apology spot, followed by that self-affirmation. Complex, what you got for us tonight? So I scrambled, I scrambled, says this ain't the old me. I'm on a new level of sass. And, uh, you know, we already know what sassy means. It's lively, bold, and full of spirit. I'm just learning not to take things personal no more. And I'm learning to let go of the grudges that I hold on to. You know, I, I just want to fully be me. I don't want to be in the same place where I run into you and you see, like, damn, I still got her in that bitter place. Nope. I love you for the pain that you caused me, and I just, you know what I'm saying, I, I, still want to, I still want the best for you in life. Letting go was the best thing to do. So that's my no apology thought tonight. And um, my self-affirmation tonight, I'm giving this to anyone that's hurt me. Um, it says, I forgive you, I release you, the pain you caused me, I needed it, it helped me to find myself. So, yeah, um, you know, a lot of the pain we go through, they say lean into your pain. That's where you find your purpose. That's where you find the lessons. That's where you find the light. So I'm embracing it. Thank yeah. you for helping me find myself. And I'm Queen K. I'm the vision. Peace and love, y'all. We are out. Peace and love.